On this week's episode of Behind the Meat Curtains, we wrap up our conversation with Patterson, Malcolm, Alicia, Portia, Green, and Caleb. We talk about managing your money as a stripper and trying to get a work account from a bank and all of the hurdles that are put in front of you while trying to manage your money as a stripper. All of that and so many more things on this week's episode of Behind the Meat Curtains. So for me, I started dancing when I was... 22 and the amount of people that told me like please like invest in your money be smart and i was like i felt like i was going to be 22 forever you know what i mean yeah, like you i never really, know i really felt like i really felt like i would be 22 forever i was like we don't need to wrap this shit up like i got so many years on me you know what i mean and it's just like <laughs> it, it goes yeah. so quickly it goes so done. quickly girl i'm like fuck <laughs> okay yeah. i'm getting old now and i think with um that really like resonated with me super hard once COVID hit. Mm-hmm. So I danced, yes. I danced what I was like, oh my I'd God. say three years without a vanilla job prior uh, pre COVID, and then COVID hit. And thank God, like I was thankful. I'm so thankful that I had developed myself so much that like I was taken care of through the pandemic. Um, like my rent was paid all like for like a whole eleven months, I'd say, um, and I got like almost an allowance from one of my regular customers because. He wasn't spinning it in the club anymore, so he was like, okay, I'll just give it to you. So, But I was thankful for that. Not everybody had that. But it still made me realize, like, oh, damn, I was just blowing through all my money just recklessly. Not even super reckless, but, like, I just had no plan. And now COVID hit, and, like, what are we going to do? We didn't know when it was going to come out, so it was, like, a year and a half, like, maybe two years that we weren't dancing. And I was just like, what the? And so you just reflect. You're like, oh, my gosh, I made so much money at this club. Yeah, like, what So much money at that club, and now I'm depending on my regular to pay my rent every month because there's nothing open. And so it was just, it was a culture shock. And I think that's what really like um, makes me press and stress. Cause I was like, like that before, but I wasn't like, oh girl, save your money. Like I was like, oh, we're, we're making bands, you know? Yeah. And then after I was like, oh no. <laughs> Every generation needs to You their never COVID know what's to gonna like- happen. Uh-huh. Yeah, so yeah, definitely. It's like, it's like pre-COVID and post-COVID. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Maybe it's just because I came into this industry like quite a bit older like I'm 28 I'm not even a year into dance not even six months into dancing which is kind of ancient in like entertainer years you should be thinking about quitting now like I know right (laughs) I should be retiring um no but (laughs) no but you know yes I had one of those but it wasn't (laughs) making shit because I worked in the restaurant industry so um (laughs) but I came into this knowing like I needed to have an exit plan. That's like good. the That's the awesome. the ugly truth is that you're here to be aesthetically pleasing and to be a good vibe and to entertain. And if people don't find you aesthetically attractive, like you're not going to make money. And I feel my heart goes out to the girls that got stuck in this industry, but also at the same time like you can't to all the young girls that are 18 and 21 like thinking about getting into this industry please, please, like, make an exit plan, make a financial Mm -hmm. plan, like, how much do you want to make at the end of this year, how much money should you be putting away, like, people, I guess the, what, the statistic is people are one paycheck away from being homeless, like, we are so much closer as a society to homelessness than we are billionaires, and people don't like to think about that, but that's, that's the truth, and you need to think about that, and so, um, it is it's necessary no matter what you do like most of us don't make enough money to have the luxury of not having a financial plan or a Roth IRA or a 401k that's just that's the truth of the US mm-hmm. and for dancers 
Yes. Yeah. Do your taxes. Please do your taxes. That's Please actually my taxes. next, like, that's my exit plan. So I went to school. Um, I'm my associate. catch up on you, though. Yeah. Yeah. I'm my associate in applied science, and I went to school for, like, electronics and communication systems, and I thought that's what I wanted to do. And then I graduated, and I went right back to dancing. Um, but within the past year, I've literally, like, realized what I wanted to do, and that was kind of my way to give back to our industry is I want to, um, I want to, open up like a finance company. I'm gonna go to school for taxes in the fall and carry that on. Um, you should do it for independent contractors. That's what I wanna do because in that, in my inspirations was because like I never was like, oh, I'm gonna file my dancer taxes, you know what I mean? But you know how many of us don't do that and how much we miss out on because you know there's no proof of income or you don't have that, but. I was it, just gonna ask about that. You have this chunk of time where you didn't do anything and don't <laughs> exist. Yeah. And it's That's, like, it's yeah. hard. And so like, but I. You can, but you can write off so many things. You can write it off. Your, yeah, your, everything. Uh, no, that's fucking, that's fucking great. Massages. The industry yeah. 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 There's And there's a lot of dancers that are like scared to file taxes because, and just like I was listening to this podcast, um, this girl in LA, she does a podcast and they were pretty much talking about, and I went through the same thing. I was like, oh my gosh, I did that. I didn't know it was just, I thought it was just an organ thing, but it's everywhere. Like there's a lot of banks. If you go into the bank and you tell them you're a dancer and you want to open a work account or a business account, they're like, no, yes, we don't do that. They we don't cater that. to that industry. Like right. they will not let us open a bank account. Like in, under our business so there's a lot of banks that will deny you but it's like so it's like I'm making this money and I'm trying to be credible but you're not even giving me that chance I get turned down by so what, many people that should be as illegal. sex workers right. we honestly get like the short end of yeah. the stick even when we go for, like apply for rentals and stuff mm -hmm. like it's yeah. a whole thing we have to I had to show that I could pay my rent like for six whole months yeah mm -hmm. and that's crazy right but I, I was able to do it but like we just have to be way more like, a, like it's harder yeah, it's harder and we oh, get denied absolutely. a lot just yeah. off of that like yeah. I know it's like oh you put entertainer on your and they're like oh no well we're not yeah. Even when you get your LLC, so if you get, because um, I know there's like LLC and there's another one that dancers can get if they make yeah. over 60K a year, you can apply for some type of business or something. Um, but even then, there's certain banks that do not cater to our industry. Like they yeah, will yeah. not, if they that's won't. your mm -hmm. business, if it's in the sex industry, they do not open work accounts. It doesn't matter if you but have you know what's, the, what's, I think it's even the word sex. Like they just don't want to be if you, even if What's you prejudice have, like, that is, I bet you the clubs still have accounts. Oh, yeah, 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 but they have their sure. own, they have the, like, they have like a name, you know what I mean? They're like, business. It's, like a, it's, it's different. Yeah, oh, yeah but it shouldn't be. As but you can open an LLC as a dancer. You can, that's your option. You can either file as an independent contractor or you can open an LLC under your dance name. You can make one and all that, but banks still have the right to deny you because you're in that industry. Mm -hmm. Like, yeah. you can go to certain <clears> ones and they'll be like straight up like, no, like I went to my bank that I have been banking with for like three years and I was like, hey, I want to open a uh, business account for my dancing, you know? And they were like, no, the lady, she was super cool about it. She was sweet. She even tried. She called people and like, she was like, I can't do it. But you can open a secondary account and that'll be your, you deposit all your money. So I just file as an independent contractor now with that account. But like if you, they, there's just something like a lot of banks, they will not cater to yeah. sex work. And it's like, it's messed up because it's like, I'm trying to do the right thing. Yeah. It's, but it's, it's like, I can't, you know what I mean? Like you're making it 10 times harder on me. It's <laughs> no, fucking, I'm so serious. It's fucking it's wild to me. Yeah. Yeah. It's a, no. I was, it's like a $7.4 billion industry is uh, in strip clubs. 
I mean, oh, yeah, yeah. there's a couple, there's some successful strippers here. Is there a lot of unsuccessful strippers though that maybe yeah. make this a reality? I'm just wondering. So yeah, obviously question. there is people who like don't claim their taxes and are just like completely in it for like mm. temporary reasons. Like they maybe have like habits to support, or maybe they are like a single parent and they don't really know how to invest and they're just kind of living like paycheck to paycheck or like night for night. So I wouldn't say that they're unsuccessful because I think that every stripper should be successful in their own way. But at the same time, it's just what their motivation is and what they're trying to get out of it. It's so weird to me that banks can fucking... But the banks are like, the banks, they're not about it. I disagree. I think there's a lot of unsuccessful strippers, but I don't know if maybe they're supported by their families. and because I. But they be doing the best that they can, though. Yeah, they do. But I look at some girls and I'm like, because I'll work with certain girls for, you know, months at a time Mm -hmm. at certain clubs. And I'm like... Dang, girl, I'd never see you back in the dance section. You know what I mean? Like, how are you like, making are you it? You yeah, know? I think what he was asking is successful as a bank would qualify it. Okay. You well, know? that's, no. yeah. That's, Do you mean that, like, is it, like, not so. paying, like, not paying their bills or, like, just... What do you mean by that? It's no, it's got to be a moral thing for banks. It's just a bullshit moral standard. Like someone can go in and say that they're a stripper, and they're like, "Oh, your money's no good." But then behind them in line is. I really got declined for my. So I had a brand new Toyota Camry, and I had to get like I got like maybe half of it, or maybe a third of it on finance. And he pulled me in the back, and he was like, "I don't usually give dancers." Or like people in your industry loans, but I'm gonna give you a loan because your credit score is good. And I was like, that's it's just that's what yeah. he said to me. And then yeah, actually, and then he was like, but what club do you dance at? Like he wanted to come and like have. Uh-huh. Yeah, he was like, what right. club do you dance at? Like let me give you like, can I come see you? Like basically yeah, yeah, yeah. telling me that he's like daddy vibes, and I was like, this is very unprofessional. But that's just how it is. Like we have to put up with that shit in the industry. You know what I mean? They find out we're dancers. That's what we're talking about. Is that we get treated differently? So I got my loan on a fantastic interest rate. Like. Thank you. But at the same time, I had to get pulled in the back, told that I wouldn't get that loan if I was a regular dancer. And two, what club do I work at? You know what I mean? So that's kind of like, it's a sketchy. Yeah. Do you guys deal shit. with that at all? Um, uh, not so much. Yeah. Because we're employees, paycheck, you right. know, W2, W4 shit. Mm-hmm. Um, it was, I actually, I dealt with a little bit of that when I was in the music industry. Like, but banks never denied us outright. Like if we were trying to incorporate a band or something, they just look at you real weird. Like, oh yeah, okay, you want a loan to play music? Like, sure, dude. Oh, you have a real job. <laughs> oh, yeah, okay. Oh my goodness. But oh, paid to smoke too. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. Yeah, I've had really not so much. I mean, not a lot, but. Don't forget successful. to talk into the mic. Sounds successful. <laughs> come and see me at, you know, where I work. And it's like, oh, what do you, you know, I had a career change four years ago. So security isn't, isn't, isn't the most lucrative job there is, but, um, it, you know, whatever. So, but, you know, there's good money in the strip club, even for us. Yeah. You know, it's not, it's not that money, but Run it's, it it's up. good money. <laughs> Money. As soon as you start showing your butthole. Hey. Yeah, they frown on that there here at Stars. <laughs> <laughs> interested in it. Maybe I'm all about it. I don't think, yeah. I will say, um, what was that, last night or the night before last? I saw my, um, I haven't worked at many clubs with showers, so out here we have the shower show. And I saw this man in his whitey tighties. Like, I was giving oh a God, dance. I saw him, too. 
and I looked over so and he funny. was in his whitey ties on whitey stage, tidies. like in the shower show. I was like, oh my God, they can do that? <laughs> like, that's crazy. He was crazy. in down with his little whitey tighties. I was like, I didn't even know they sold those. I've never seen long. anything like that. I've never seen a man in Literally. I barely could even do my dance. Like, I was doing a lap dance and I looked over and I, I was just dying laughing. Just turn around. Wait, can we do this on the next song? What are you laughing at? He's like, what are you laughing at? I was like, stand up and look. Just look at this right here. Oh, we've had, a, we've had a few shows where we talk about the shower shows and the... It's whitey, wild. The whitey tidies, but it gets... We just tried to sell a shower show last night, and it was, like, it was past the cusp of the time limit or whatever, and the guy was so mad. Portia's like, he was ready to throw hands with his friend. Oh, my God. <laughs> he was so, no, so about he was, his he shower was show. Out, he was down on the shower show, and he was like, oh, you could see the fume coming out of this man's <laughs> ears. So he was so mad, though. And I was like, babe, like, don't ruin your bachelor party. It's like, cool. why are you trying to fight? It was, he was his just bachelor like, party. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to have a fight. He was ready to risk it all. I was like, babe, it's not that serious. He's like, no, he ruined my whole night. I was like, okay. Well, just don't run in the parking lot because I want to leave at 2.30. Right. <laughs> so more to the story is shower shows, they get serious. Okay? Boys, the shower show, they'd be ready to throw hands. If, like, God damn it. If right. OLCC didn't exist and there was no rule, we'd make most of our money at 3 a.m. For sure. I oh, think so too. Like, even, yeah, yeah, for real. Like, yeah. Really? That's when it starts picking up? No, yes, just people absolutely. are hammered. They're throwing money. I mean, that's when the stage kicking off. They're, yeah. they're not ready to go home yet. Oh, you got a little bit of overflow <laughs> from other places too. It's like, okay, they're about to make some terrible decisions and we're there yeah. for it. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, that's why there's that like crazy. <laughs> I'm here to help. VIP I'm here to help you put your right number in the night. <laughs> like, yeah. the, the 130 to 2 is like the busiest time in the VIP usually because people are hammered and they're like oh shit it's closing I guess it's time to yeah, finally make up my mind or they were at another place and we're like oh yeah it's 1.30 why don't we go down to the club yeah. it's like maybe there's no way to go our brand new assistant manager just got his first taste of Friday this week, and he got berated Is by a, yes, <laughs> a couple customers that were so upset that they couldn't keep partying and couldn't keep drinking after 1.30. They were livid. They like grilled him until 2 a.m. about yeah, no, about what bullshit it was that they couldn't keep drinking. They were like, it. We didn't hear last call. Like, how are you gonna tell us that you're done? They were they, they were, were so upset, and yeah. they were like, "We are never coming to this establishment the again. This is bullshit." Like, they, yes, were they, they there on Saturday? I no, was wondering. I was wondering where no. Chloe was on Friday night. Yeah, that won't last. Yeah, no, yeah, guys just back. like to get heated about anything and everything. No, Good God. <laughs> yeah. Um. Circling back to the music thing that one of your people Oh, we didn't asked, answer that one. Um, I wanted to ask like how it is in other clubs because I've heard a lot of different things. Only having worked at this particular Stars, like we're very spoiled and being able to make our own playlists. Mm -hmm. And For sure. um, girls just basically play what they like and like what's kind of a vibe, what customers um, enjoy, which is usually like 90s, 2000s, R&B and hip hop and rap and shit like that. But mm -hmm. a lot of girls also have their own like personal flair. And I wanted to know like what you two like have experienced outside of Oregon. Like is that I've heard that certain clubs are very rigid. Like you get three options and it's like classic rock rapper hip hop and that's it. <laughs> so I've danced, I've danced in a number of different clubs. So like um, I've danced in a club to where it was like all you can listen to is like alternative rock, you know, but just me being a pole dancer and I've always been very accustomed to that. And then I've always had like a very um, broad variety of music. So yeah. like when I was like in middle school, I was like very punk rock emo. Nice. You know what I mean? Really? Like follow up with, yeah. And she yeah. doesn't give off a punk rock yeah. emo vibe right now. Green Day, 
like I was very much that. That was my thing, you know, uh, like ripped jeans, like all that hand warmers, okay. armors. Yeah, like that was me. Bracelet. And so like, okay, no, I think me Khalifa. personally, yeah, me personally, mm-hmm. I have very like a wide genre of music that I'll listen to. And I like to switch it up because customers vibe to different things, you right. know, and that's why I've always been super open to that. But I have dancing clubs where it was like nothing but heavy metal. And it was almost like depressing yeah i was like <laughs> like granted there's some cool ones but i'm, I'm just like damn I'm like stripping to it it's like that's not very sexy to me right. you uh, know and then um i've danced in all hip-hop they cater to nothing but hip-hop and r&b clubs and so i just will say like from that perspective i think you should be very open to dancing and different things one thing yeah. i don't do is and it's nothing against the genre it's just very hard to strip to it is country like mm, that right that's you're not gonna, gonna be that's not gonna be on my yeah you'll hear like i'll do like edm i can do like some you know alternative rock then i'll do hip-hop i'll do like pop i can do like reggae i can even dance hispanic music but the country for me it kind of like it's like okay here yeah, we go. Here and we nothing against it. I like country music. Yeah. But in the club, dancing to it, making money from a money perspective, it's not my thing. It's you not know what I mean? I so. think that all clubs everywhere should just stop playing fucking cherry pie. Just as a rule, that one, <laughs> that one goddamn song, or, like, or pour some sugar on it. Yeah, those are the same song. song. Oh my god, I hate I it. I calculated how many times I've heard it, and this is like years ago, and it was like seven thousand one hundred fifty-four oh yeah. something. Wow. And it, I've been there for like like years longer, so I'm. Stop counting. You can triple. It's that. been so done. On it can Guam, stop like now. we can pick our own music. So every single girl has their own playlist. And what you were saying, I think people get very protective of their songs, right. so they could not have like doubles of the songs. That's true. Um, well. Yeah, people be very, very selective of their music, but I feel like for me in the industry, I've been dancing for eight years, and I don't even have a playlist of the stars that I'm working at right now. I'm just like, just play whatever. I really don't care, <laughs> because I used to be very, very territorial of everything, but it just doesn't matter anymore. Well, I think I, is a opportunity to fight someone having your song that you were going to have i don't even have any songs anymore i used to be that's what i'm saying like when i first started for even my first no i meant in general like you used to be very protective you're not gonna play the same oh absolutely that would be good when i was a baby stripper it was not a game like i will i would be so protective of my songs i'm like if i heard my song i'd run to the i'm like shut that shit down shut that shit down yes this is my but now i'm like i don't care i just don't care but back in the day i used to be very very protective of my music like i ain't no bitch dancing to no songs I dance I think one thing for me is like so I'm very intuitive with music and so like I listen to new music Mm -hmm. and I know I'll be like oh that's gonna hit like on stage Mm -hmm. and so if I introduce my DJ to a new song don't play my song for another Mm -hmm. dancer like I showed you this song don't go and play that Mm -hmm. for every other dancer like yeah um I used to be like that a lot but now I'm like it doesn't matter anymore because people take it way more serious than it needs to be so I think the older the longer you've been in the industry it's just like I just don't care. Dance oh, to my song, girl. Dance to my song. When I was baby stripper, I'm ready to throw hands. Yeah. How dare you dance? I'd be all the way at the bar, and the DJ booth was yes. literally across I would the club. Be, I would be and like I would the hear DJ. the intro to I my song. I would be like yeah. the fucking DJ booth. Shut this shit down. I'd I'd tell my customer, I would be like ready to throw hands. Yeah. No. Like, sh- no. I told my customer, yes. I'll be right back. I'll be I gotta right go. back, too. I gotta go hands. We definitely need to have a DJ in here one of these days. I mean, I'd be lit. Yeah, he would tell you about all the things. The DJs will tell you. Like, it goes crazy in the DJ booth. It's real. They will have very nice things. I don't think they so. probably will. <laughs> yeah, not about us. Like Patterson Curtain back in the industry as a DJ here soon. Patterson was what? such a good DJ. I'm you not gonna lie. Like DJ. you were awesome. That shit was that shit was entertaining. 
Yeah. It was a DJ one day. It's a lot Hell of yeah, fun. Hell yeah, high five. Yes. It is fun. <laughs> I would always get, like, the one thing that really irritated me about it, the, the interaction that I didn't like, was when I would play songs off people's lists. And I would always ask everyone, like, if there's something you want to hear, I'll play it. Like, I'll cue it up. Yeah. And people would be like, no, no opinion. Just play something from my list. And then I would, and they'd come up and be like, why did you pick that song? <laughs> and I'm like, it's on your list. You what the fuck? The list. You'll never win. Nope. No. Nope. No. Nope. No. Our, I mean, our DJs here are, they're quite a bit older. And so they prioritize like the 80s, 90s jams, which, I mean, sometimes our crowd likes, and other times they're like, specifically for different genres like i've heard customers be like man i'm so fucking tired of hearing cardi b like play something else or like i'm really into this or that seems like that would be and, a non-winning um, battle though like, it is no there is no winning absolutely not like people have their own different flavors and um the djs like for the for the most part here like there's a lot of camaraderie and so there's not like any like crazy animosity but i've definitely heard like sad girls love money has been the anthem no. of the club <laughs> since it came out and i i used to love that song it's um it's called Sad Girls Love Money by Caliuchis and um, one other girl. I don't remember. I don't have to listen to um, it. But yeah, it's a good song. <laughs> and I, yeah, um, I'm not going to sing it right now. Is that the, is that I, the, cannot, the I was hoping you would. Uh, like, I was waiting for the <laughs> Waiting for the hook. Oh, no. No, but. Um, Sad dudes like money, too. Yeah, oh, but music, <laughs> it's. And it's boy vibes. And it's crazy <laughs> because music has so much to do with our vibe, and it, like, definitely. And I think yes. that's one reason why dancers are so protective over it, is because it definitely has to do with our vibe. Like, you can mm-hmm. play the wrong song and have the best crowd, and it's just like you're not feeling it. And yes. of course, we're going to fake it till we make it. But if I would, like, versus, like, me having a song that I'm like, oh, yeah, this is it. Like, one thing I will say about Hans is, like, he knows my songs. Like, he's played my playlist. I've had my playlist since I came here in March. Mm -hmm. And, like, he knows the song. Like, even last night on my big stage that I was nervous about, he played, like, the two top songs that I always get it to. And she killed it. Yeah, I always get it to. And I was like, okay, well, he recognizes, like, you know, he takes notes and... That's one thing. DJs is, um, I always tell everybody, there's like two golden rules in the strip club. You don't piss your bartender off and don't piss your DJ off. Right. Like those are, those are two people. And then somewhere way down lower on the yeah, list is don't, 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 don't fuck with the bartender off because you be cut the fuck off. Don't and piss don't piss your DJ off because you probably get skipped. Those are two people you do not fuck with in the strip club. Okay? For real, for real. Well, I will have my back, t- you know, towards the stage and I'll just say. But you still know what's going on though. But yeah, I, as soon as the song comes on, I'm like, this is who's. That's who's on stage. Yep, that's yeah. her shit. Yeah. <laughs> I did the, the don't piss off the. New, so I don't know your guys' songs yet, but I will in a week. I ain't got no playlist, girl. I be listening to. See, I do. I think everybody knows my songs at stars now. It'd be like some random shit. They're like, oh, where did that come from? Mine too, though. I'm all over the place. The don't piss off the DJ thing is real. I it's think. so real. Yeah. I mean, I definitely there was one day I I got. <laughs> real petty because someone yelled at me about uh, song choices and I knew that she hated the song Tub Thumping by Chumbawamba. Oh, <laughs> so I just yep, played it like played every it. break song whenever she had to get to or from stage uh, and I was like, yeah, alright, if you're going to scream at me then fucking have fun. Who has yeah. the power yeah. here? I get knocked down but I get up again, bitch. <laughs> And then bartenders, it's like, yeah, that's not one to piss off. Because <laughs> no, be like, it could be a customer spending money. She's like, he's cut off. Like, he's ready to go. He's like, I'm out of here. She cut me off. And I'm like, damn, she just messed up my bag. I'm yeah. like, for real, though? I thought we were doing a shower show. <laughs> <laughs> I don't do that. 
do that, but I will, I will definitely, like, put you at the end of the line. Yeah, ignore it. Yeah, so you're waiting, you're waiting. I'm trying to get this shot so we can go get a dance real quick, mm-hmm. and it's yeah. like, we have to wait an extra mm-hmm. 10 minutes because she's going to cater to everybody down the bar, and then I'm last. Yeah, because I was being yeah. a bitch, so, yeah, I learned the hard way. Yeah, I've got oh, oh, oh. Maverick. Oh, shit. <laughs> so, I know that the listeners out there, they hear tidy whities for the shower show. And they're, and they're imagining the standard American tidy whitey, right? Mm-hmm. This, this thing that your father wore 20 oh, no, years ago. They're, they're much more. <laughs> These are a unisex, one size fit all, Chinese spandex. Like, yeah, they're, they're, they're microscopic. They are hilarious. It is a bachelor party rite of passage to embarrass your bachelor in these tidy whities. There, there is nothing to the imagination once you get in that salad. <laughs> there was. So Seems only fair, I guess. Yes. So for your bachelor parties coming to Stars Cabaret, come do the tidy whities for your friends. Yes. The shower show. Embarrass your friend. Throw there money was, at him yeah. while he's in the There underwear. was one guy who got a shower, and it was just him. He was alone, and he got in it, and he did yes. the whitey tidies, and he got a boner. Which is like, I mean, I get it, but then I had to go talk to him and just be like, like it's distracting. Like, good for you, man, <laughs> but the like maybe cover it. I don't know. There's other people here. Yeah. I'm not telling you you can't have a boner. I'm just saying maybe like. Eh. I'm sorry. We have a strict no boner policy here. <laughs> yeah. No, he was just like proud. He was like flaunting it. Can just I ask like, a question? Ah, wait, 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 wait. Can I ask a question? Like, have you ever seen like someone jacking off to a girl on stage? Uh, that happened I see once. Caleb, like, <laughs> that happened once when I was working and okay. I, there, I had, I mean, people mm-hmm. tried to pull their dicks out, so yeah. it might've happened more. I've heard that we so on Guam like multiple times, like I've been oh. on stage and I'm like, can you please get this man hiding behind oh, this wall shit. right here? Just like completely yeah. just randomly jacking off. Wow. No, it's like, Put I, his dick away, I please. Tell, Not entirely randomly. I told Malcolm <laughs> and Caleb, like, watch their hands because also if they're going in their pockets, you don't know if they're getting their phone mm-hmm. or if they're yes. about to, like, try these hands, play some fucking these pocket hands. pool. Yeah, like, what, what are, where are their hands going? Yeah. Keep an eye on them. Oh, well, I would say, like, 30% of the people that get the, the shower show tiny whiteies shit their pants. What? <laughs> Yo, streaks. Yeah. Yep. A lot of apparently a lot of dudes out here actually not washing their butts. That's, oh no. No, that's a Gross. thing. Yeah. That's what I've heard is that a lot of guys I don't know how society I have a really, I have a really weak like stomach. Like, like, how does everyone not just understand you need to wash your ass? There are certain people <laughs> that are so And how is it so common? They think how is that, that problem? touching their asshole to wash it is gay. That like I've, <laughs> that's a legitimate <laughs> thing that I've heard. Yes. What? That is yeah. that is next level there. It is, yes. People are so afraid. So is drinking of... Bud Light. <laughs> yes, it okay, is. Okay, can yes, I just tell you the amount of people as an Australian? As an Australian, we don't drink Fosters. Like, we don't. <laughs> but it's Australian for beer. Wait, no. Okay, can I just tell you something right now? It is an American beer that decided to use Australia as a fucking marketing ploy. I have never met an Australian that that drinks Fosters. I don't Outback even know Steakhouse. if we sell it. No, I worked in I Outback don't know Steakhouse. if we yeah. even sell Fosters in Australia. What I'm just Fosters? fucking saying. That's what I'm saying, bitch. What the fuck is Fosters? No, we do not drink Fosters in Australia. Like, hands down, we don't. And so it was just a marketing ploy. 
It's not a thing. I mean, yeah, no, there is an Australian I'm so couple. disappointed. <laughs> There's an Australian We drink Corona or like Carlton yeah. Dry. There's no Fosters. You go to Australia, do you drink Fosters? Our theme good. music yeah. is from <laughs> Tribe of Noise. You can find them at www.tribeofnoise.com. Thanks to our host, Backside K. You can find them at 740 Northeast 3rd Street, Suite 6, Bend, Oregon, 97701. Stop in sometime. You might see us recording. Listen to us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Amazon Music, Prime Music, or wherever you listen to podcasts. If you enjoyed this podcast, please give us a positive rating. We're a new podcast and would really appreciate the support. And you can find us at www.behindthemeatcurtains.com or write us at info at behindthemeatcurtains.com. Thanks.